Hey, I'm Bo Trace. Hi, I'm Pavel Wiesner. I'm Yannick Yoshizawa. You're listening to the Functional Tennis Podcast. Welcome to the Functional Tennis Podcast. I'm your host, Fabio Molle, and every week I speak to people working at the highest level of tennis from players to coaches to trainers and more. This week, we're talking about mental training in tennis. A lot of times the focus is on physical training, technique, and mental training is neglected a lot of the time. So there's a new tool called Sensorina that will help you win those important points. And those important points really are the difference obviously between win and lose and between securing a place in your high school team or your college team, between moving up the rankings, between winning prize money or not, between making the top 100. A load of players haven't made the top 100 because they've lost one crucial match. And, you know, we're all about getting 1% better here at Functional Tennis and that's 1% better every day. And if there's tools out there that can help you do this and help you, you know, break through those barriers, I'm all about giving them a go, trying them out or learning more about them. So really interested to hear about Sensorina today. We do have two Sensorina ambassadors on the show. Pavel Wisner, a former top five doubles player from the Czech Republic, and also Bo Trays, a coach and order. And then at the end, we have Sensorina's Yannick jumps on to give us some of the more finer details. So it's a great episode. We chat about mental training. Um, we chat about Sensorina, how to use it, what it actually is, and also how it can become part of your mental training routine. Before we get started, of great news. Yannick has given us the full Sensorina kit to give away. The kit includes the MetaQuest 2, which is the VR device you wear, the haptic racket, and the advanced package. This is a great prize, and I'm going to see if I can enter too. To enter, head over to the Functional Tennis Instagram page and check out one of our latest posts where you find all the details over there. It won't take you more than 30 seconds to enter. Best of luck. Okay, here's the chat. Hi, guys. Welcome to Functional Tennis Podcast. How are you? Yeah, doing well. Great. Uh, thank you. I'm in sunny Florida and raining. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So we've Pavel on and we've Bio on, two people long in the world of tennis. Think Pavel a bit longer, though. And we're here today to talk about mental training and tennis and also the tools available out there, specifically Sense Arena and how that can help players from amateurs to juniors to pros to be better, more in the moment, improve their mental skills and ultimately to win matches that you know, they would have lost previously and how they can become better tennis players. So let's start this off, basically. We'll start with Pavel. Just tell us a bit about yourself and your tennis career. And then we move on to Bio, and we'll do the same with him. Okay. I was born 1970 in Prague. I started tennis playing age of five. Been pretty successful already in juniors. Uh, won the national championships under 14, 16, under 18s and teams and doubles, singles, doubles as well. And then uh, my professional career has broke in my 20s. I had a couple of injuries and I had a short break, about two or three years. And then I decided to restart my career and focus on the uh, doubles. And that happened in my age of 25, and uh, I reached uh, top 100. A year later, age of 26, I finished the year number 22 or 23, don't remember. 
Exactly. And uh, from that, that point, I was focusing only on doubles. And for next 15, almost 15 years, I uh, played only doubles, reached highest rank uh, number five. Been three times Grand Slam finalist, uh, Roland Garros two times, one US Open, 16 titles, uh, ATP tournaments, and uh, playing the Olympic Games in Beijing. Davis Cup team for about 10 years uh, for represent uh, for Czech Republic. That's pretty much uh, about myself. That's well, that's accomplished career. And what are you doing today? You're a coach, you have an academy. Yes, um, I do have academy in Prague with my friend, uh, my doubles partner and uh, his father, also former ATP doubles players, Mr. Franciszek Pala, who was in 70s. He was like number 17 in singles um, and his son, Peter Pala, who's uh, at the moment Fed Cup captain for Czech Republic. And we played doubles with Peter. Peter was number 10 uh, doubles ranking, uh, world doubles ranking ATP. He's got also like six doubles titles. Those are my partners. Uh, we run academy called uh, Pala Wiesner Tennis in Prague. We do have about 200 kids. That's my time now. <laughs> great, great. Okay, uh, now on to Bo. Tell us a bit about yourself. And Fabio, you set me up having him go first, huh? How can uh, I, how can uh, I call so, him after that? I was, I was thinking that. I was thinking that. What am I supposed to say after that? Sorry, Bo. No, we, all, uh, we all have our own story. <laughs> hey, that is a good intro. I'm Bo Trace. I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. I grew up playing, you know, junior tournaments in the States, all that, that normal stuff. I ended up playing college tennis at Nebraska. And kind of there, maybe junior year, I sort of wanted to play futures and challengers after that, sort of got an idea for it. And then I played probably for four years, working on and off at, at country clubs in the summer to kind of afford to go and play. And unlike Pavel, uh, I, I tore my biceps. So that was the end of my career. I never made it back to five in the world like him. But uh, actually, during that time that I was injured, I had I really got into film and, and analysis and analytics and that kind of thing and sort of started thinking, you know, maybe there's a better way to be out here practicing and playing and you know, when you're, you're playing on your own money and you're only six feet tall, you really need a theory. You need a game plan. Um, and so I got really into that and then uh, sort of started working with some guys that I had played with before as, as a coach and kind of thinking, hey, you know, why aren't we practicing more realistic? You know, we do the same thing every day. Warm up, hit middle, hit cross, play a breaker, take some serves and, you know, call that a good day. And that's just not, not the case at all. So I got really into that. And then from there, I wrote a book called How to Tennis, Think, Train, and Compete to Your Potential, which is basically, you know, a lifelong in tennis list of drills and ideas and theories that I've kind of picked up from around the world, from different coaches, different players, and really felt like it would have helped me a lot when I was in high school to kind of know what some guys were thinking about and talking about and doing that I just didn't have the access to back then. Uh, so that's out. So I'm an author. And now I'm, I've been coaching on a tour for probably four or five years, guys like Brandon Nakashima, Bjorn Fratangelo. And right now I'm working with a younger American guy named Keegan Smith. He's about 350. So I've got a little week off from the road right now. And then um, on Friday in two days, I'll go to Charlottesville to finish up the year at those Challengers in the States. Yeah, I'm loving, loving the coaching world. I think I'm a lot better at that than I ever was as a player. So I'm, I'm really excited about Sensorina. Um, just from having seen it and used it and, and what it can add, you know, I think it's, it's really going to change a lot of things. Nice. Okay. Well, look, Pavel, have you, have, have you written a book yet? 
No yet, not yet, uh, not yet. Uh, I have to buy it. <laughs> Come on, baby. Top five book, top five book here. But <laughs> let's start off for you, Pavel. Mental training. How often is it worked on, you know, in most academies from your experience? And also, how important is it and how much time should be spent working on it? Well, the, I think we should um, have a look for regions like in Czech, US or Spain. There's a, a little bit different thing, different um, like approach with the tennis coaching here because, uh, for example, what my, my experience in Czech is, uh, we do talk just a little with the kids uh, about, about the match, about the tennis. You know, the kid is winning the match. Oh, everybody, family, coach goes like, wow, he won. Okay. Who cares? Huh? Let's, let's go for the beer. He lost. Uh, everybody's sad and nobody wants to talk, you know, heads down. They leaving the courts and nobody's talking about it. What I see, Spain, France, US, the people, they do talk about tennis and they winning matches, losing matches, mistakes, good things, bad things, how they prepare it. So this is the first step. You need to open the player, the kid. Let's talk about it. Even if, even if lose, you know, that's the first step. How to get into his head, into the mind, how to be a better player. Because, uh, I remember also I was kind of like this. I don't want to talk about it. I'm just playing my game. You know, I want to win. And uh, I was really focusing on my game and uh, let's play uh, just hard balls. Let's put the, let's give my opponent a hard time. And then lately, I was co uh, my coach about age 19. He was a smart guy and he was, he's got experience already with mental training. And he did try it with me and we work on it. I understood this is a thing that can help me. And that was a good success for me because immediately I started beating the guys that were ahead of me on rankings. And, and since that was the start for me when I understood I need to, work on myself every day and I have to be open mind and look for the things that they will help me to beat players, to get to, to the game and to the, to their minds. Like you can, you have to watch your opponents and you have to think about those little things on court during the match, before the match and after the match, you have to think about it, talk about it. And that is the thing that you start mentally stronger. And that was my first experience when I was 18 or 19. And then I saw the Sense Arena when, when uh, I met first time with the Bob and he showed me a few things in that and the, the hockey thing and the cognitive drills. And I was like, wow, what could happen when I was younger and could have those things, you know, think like that and could practice on that. And my coach could be in it. You know, that's, that's a perfect thing. And that would, really improve the every player game on every level you know you just pointed like the, the recurrent player the the beginners then the, the the good juniors and or the professionals then you have to choose and you have to prepare and in since arena we, pre we are preparing those things to to point on every level of different level players and i think open mind for every player and understand myself understand my opponent and then you will get better player. Agree. And Bo, for you, what's mental training for you? How do you see it? Yeah, I mean, I think mental training is, is massive. You know, I mean, I, I sort of started to realize it in college when 
you know, guys are pretty similar. All the levels are pretty similar, but especially now seeing the pros, I mean, especially at the challenger level, you really couldn't pick who the number one seed is versus who's, you know, in qualies maybe. Maybe you can, okay, sometimes, but very rarely. So you watch these guys practice, you see them hit the ball, and they're all so, so, so good. You know, I mean, I have the most respect uh, for all of these players, you know, and so it's just seeing what is going to make the difference for these guys, you know, and, and one thing I see a lot is like a missed return at like a 1530 or a 30-all or a break point or something, and you think, you know, he doesn't miss that return very often, but now he's going to miss it in the biggest moment. You know, maybe maybe he's going to break here and he just pushes it a little long, something like that. And it's easy if you're not, you know, really involved to just think, oh, man, what a bummer. He missed that return. But when you're there and you see that these guys are working, you know, six to nine, ten hours a day, and you know that they're thinking about their game, you think, wow, what is what is making the difference here? You know, you look at somebody recently like Ben Shelton. I mean, he came from playing six at Florida last year to now he's, what, maybe 140 beats Casper Ruud in Cincinnati. How does that happen? That's crazy. And you just got to think there's something mental going on there. And, and, you know, I've actually known Yannick since we were younger. And, and when I reached out to him about Sensorina and I finally saw it, I was like, this is it, you know, because at a certain level looking, well, not a level, but maybe at a certain amount that you've played the game, when someone tells you maybe to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth or look at your strings, sometimes that can come off as a little bit like, yeah, man, I've done that. You know, I've done that since I was 12. It's not going to work. I don't want to hear that. But the sense arena, when I saw that, I was like, wow, this is different. This is something guys are going to connect with. This is something that you can pick the scenario, whatever it is that you struggle with. Maybe you struggle with, you know, being up serving at 5-2. You know, guys struggle to close out the third set. Maybe you, you come out and you get down 0-3 every time. So you get down an early break, whatever it is. You can create all these different scenarios and, and live through that as many times as you can in, in your hotel room or in a rain delay or something like that. You know, So I just have been thinking that the mental side is where the edge is. And so for a while, and I still believe you know, having a good strategy, having a good game plan, knowing the analytics is, is massive. But then there's the mental side that Sensorina can hit that doesn't really have anything to do with game plan necessarily. It's more about you and thinking through your emotions and your feelings and being able to put yourself out there. That to me was like, wow, this could be it. Yeah, it's crazy. For me, it was always the, you know, it's, it's everybody holds one all, two all, three all. You get the break. You're like, great, got the break, broken back straight away. You break, you're broken back straight away. Then you hold right, and he right. holds. And you're like, what's going right. on here? I just can't. Why did I hold it long at four or five? Instead of five yeah, two? and it's the other one like, yeah. So, God, to have access to these tools to allow this would be absolutely amazing. Before we go into Sensorina and a bit more in depth, what about coaches? You know, we talk about, you know, mental training for players, how they need this. But one, is this... a a coach get involved in training players and is there mental work a coach has to do also so they're better coaches it's sort of a two-part question there well the coach has to be good analysis and a good good mental coach not just the tennis uh, like technique coach you know because uh, i think the since the technology tennis technology changed late 80s and in uh, uh, 90s you know from the wooden racket to those uh, performance racket balls and the strings and the technique has Tennis technique has changed. So, and, and I think now everybody knows how to play good technique as Bo says, 
you know, everybody's playing nice shots, you know, look, and what, what is the difference now, you know? So now the coach has to be really good mental coach as well, like with the technique and, uh, and, uh, and it's something that, uh, they need to, they need to like, uh, work on themselves. You know, it's not just like, uh, how to teach forehand cross court or a better back and down line. You know, you need to prepare the player, get him to the flow and, uh, and be really specific. You have to see your guy, what his natural is, his own natural. You know, you can change his natural. You know, if you push him, somebody, you push him too much, like you have to do it, you, you know, and uh, he, he feels stress, stressful. So you need to get into the nice um, emotions, be prepared. You have to uh, talk to him and uh, you give him some advices, you know, how to focus when there's an important point like break points, end of the game and end of the set or tie breaks, you know, how to relax and be really focused. What is, what was the game plan before the match? And he needs to remember what was happening during the set. If he was successful with that uh, game plan and he need to get, uh, he has one minute on the bench, you know, he changing the sides. He needs to get, okay, huh? 20 seconds. That was my game. None of the 20 seconds. That was his game. My plan was this. It, it, it is working or not. You know, if it's working, I keep going the same way. If it's not working, there has to be a plan B. That's the mental thing that you have to do in one minute on bench when you're changing the sides. Then that's the coach thing that he has to prepare for the player to do this and to be ready. Think about this even under the pressure. Okay, that's it, the thing. Yeah, it, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of parts to cover. Did you know we have over 170 great episodes with coaches, players, trainers, and experts working at the highest level of the game? Tap the subscribe button on your podcast app so you don't miss out on the latest episodes of the podcast. And to listen to our great back catalog of episodes with the biggest game changers in tennis, go to functionaltennispodcast.com. Quickly jumping in to remind you that we are giving away the full Sensorina kit this week over at our Instagram page, Functional Tennis. Head over there, check out one of our latest posts with all the details, and I promise it won't take more than 30 seconds to enter. Okay, back to the chat. Let's move on to Sensorina. We've talked about Sensorina. All our listeners, they may not know what Sensorina is. We thought it's a VR kit, but Bo, why don't you tell us exactly what is Sensorina from a software and hardware point of view and how it can be used? Yeah, I mean, I, I may get some of the, the hardware components wrong. You know, I don't know uh, all of that. But Sense Arena is basically a, a virtual reality, uh, not going to call it a game, but a way to play tennis. So you put on a, a little headset. It's sort of like almost like a big version of those night masks you put on to sleep. You know, it's actually pretty comfortable. You don't really feel it that much. And then you've got um, two handsets that, that they're able to stick into a tennis racket, like a handle of a tennis racket. So imagine your racket just with no strings. Once you have the, the actual hardware on, you know, and the racket in your hand, you can be in really any scenario. Right now they have it at a stadium court that is unbelievably realistic. I mean, everybody that I've showed it to, use it with Keegan, it, it's amazing how realistic it feels. And then there's, there's all these drills that you can pick from. So you basically, you get inside the, the VR, inside the world, and, and you can pick from a bunch of different apps. I believe you can do drills with Pavel or Martina Navratilova or Claudio Pistolesi. There's so many really, really, you know, high level people involved with it. And you can kind of pick like, Hey, I want to train, you know, volleys with Pavel or something. Maybe that's the, the scenario. 
you pick on it, you pick the drill you want to do, and then all of a sudden you see you know, sometimes the ball is coming out of a ball machine, sometimes the, there's an opponent, and you can see him move, you can see him swing, you can really read the ball, and, and you see the ball coming at you just like you do in real life. And, you know, obviously then it, you know, it bounces, it hits the ground, you swing. There's, there's all these drills that you can do that are just like, it blew my mind. I, I'm not a huge gamer. Um, I never have been. So I was kind of iffy on it. Uh, when I first was going to try it, I met Yannick and saw it, but it's, it's awesome. The future of it is limitless, uh, in my opinion. So you, you're in there and then you can, you, know, you can do return of serve. You can do decision making drills. You can do passing shot drills. You can really train, you know, every scenario that you might need. So it's, it's really awesome. I, I travel with it on the road with me. I have a little case. It's basically the size of an iPad and the thickness of like a cookie box. And it's super easy. You just keep it there with you and, and that's how it goes. It's awesome. So. Pavel, like Roger Federer, Novak Djokovic, Nadal, Murray, all these top guys, they don't win many more points than somebody in the top 100, let's say, but but they win the right points. And it's those points we talk about, the break points, the 30 alls, the saving break points. It's like two, three, four points a match. Could even be one point a match, but they know how to win those matches. How can a tool like Sensorina help me win those important points in matches? As Bo says, you can, in Sins Arena, the virtual reality, uh, you can choose um, any exercise, any situation on the court, and you can try, try it a hundred times, you know, it, it's, it's going to give you a perfect uh, position, same ball, same situation, and you repeat it. And that's what in professional sport is. You repeat the drill, you repeat it again and again. That's what we're trying on court as well. You know, you, you choose two juniors, you put them on the court, you just get, tell them, okay, guys, now is a five all break point. Let's make it. Huh? You got the serve. You have the serve. It's within the conditions. Sometimes it's working on the court, sometimes not. So now you can be alone or you can be lower player a beginner and you can have that opportunity that uh, you you try your game against uh, somebody in sense arena virtual reality and we put you myself serving to you or joe jack sack you know and uh, we'll give you that chance to be focused really and you you will try 10 times 100 times and more you try more more times you do it you get focusing on the ball you know you remember your brain will remember the situation and when you got get on the court with some opponent that is uh, kind of similar you can have like two seconds like okay this is the situation that's i have been practicing in 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 sense arena and now i'm gonna use it now and that's the thing that you can in quiet conditions, home, in sofa, you sit <laughs> or you stand and you focus on this one thing, little thing, break point, returning, and your guy has a big serve. You put the guy with the big serve in Sense Arena and you're returning in break point, five all, you know, and then you will replay it on the court. That's the preparation. And my next question is, like nerves no matter what level you are whether you're new to tennis or 
a pro, whether a pro you may be playing in front of 15,000 people or a thousand people, even not many pros play in front of a thousand <laughs> people. But if you do, you know, you're going to get nerves, you get match point, it could be hitting the first ball. How can a VR system like Sense Arena replicate actual nerves like that? To me, there's only the only solution is actually being out there. I find it hard to think a tool can help replicate this. That's the thing. That's the that's the beauty of the Sense Arena. We will put you to the stadium with 50,000 people making noise, windy, sunny, crazy people talking to you, bad decision of referees, the linesmans, you know, and we will put you there. We give, we do everything that distract you on the court, you know, and you are in Sense Arena. You're standing on the court and you get, get all these bad things to you in one moment. And you can do it one time, 10 times, 100 times. And that's the practice part. That's the tough one. You can get prepared because when you really get there, you know, on the court and you, you can have, oh, I, I remember that. I already tried it, you know, and I know how it is. This situation, I can get just focus on the ball that we did practice in Sense Arena and I will be only focusing on the real thing, on the ball, on my opponent, and I'm not doing anything else. That that guy in the second row, he's drinking a beer. I don't care, you know, because I've already did it in Sense Arena. And that's the one part, you know, that's all the windy and the bad conditions, talking people, distract you, the, you know, they're clapping in after double fall. That's all we can put you there and we can give you a hardest time in Sins Arena before you walk on the court and then everything's going to be easy for you on the court. And I really need uh, Yannick and Sensorina to send me one of these kits so I can really see, you know, <laughs> I, I think had been, today's conversation had been a little bit better if I could actually have used one of these because I would have understood it a bit more, which I'm really keen to because obviously we spend time working on our, on our physical, on our technical, but, you know, I read a few books for the mental. I might have seen psychologist once or might have been able to WhatsApp one, but there's been no real growth there and the same issues happen all the time from the, you know, what we talked about, not being able to build on leads and take advantage. So that's that's really interesting. So Yannick, I need you to sort that out. But how do you use them in your academy, Pavel? I use it uh, with uh, a couple of boys uh, that we practice in our fitness room. Uh, we, I use it um, with a little bit more room around you, not like just a small space because uh, I, I want to give them uh, uh, a hard time uh, to work on it. Uh, not only, you know, be focusing um, on, on, on the, the situation that we do the tactics, you know, for example, the returning thing, or we do have uh, this, uh, that, uh, the cognitive drills, we, we do have that, uh, the, the focus on concentration drills. And uh, I'm trying uh, to get them, you know, distraction drills on, on Sense Arena, like focusing on the ball, because you can put the boy on the, on, at the net and you shoot him with two balls. That is the decision making, you know, and you, you have to realize in just milliseconds, this is the right ball that's going in and the other one is going out. I have to leave it, you know. So those are the little exercises that then can help you. And you have to focus like the baseball players. They have the, the tunnel and they, they do the, the, the swings, that baseball thing, with a little dot on the ball. 
and the, the the how is the guy with, who swing the ball you know hit the ball uh, in pitch you know he has to watch and he has to see the little dot on the ball that give him a focus on the ball and that's those are little things that you can get into tunnel and you really see only a tennis ball nothing else that makes you a better player you know the decision one ball two balls now or with the colors we do have exercise with the colors in sensarina then uh, the player is against somebody behind him on the fence and you have the color fence if the color goes blue somewhere on the court on the other half gets the blue square and you have to hit the blue square with the ball but to be destructive you have three more colors on the court and you have to make that decision in milliseconds again to choose the right position of the ball where you point it am i right yannick is that the exercise you like <laughs> i'm just going to jump on here bo has not transitioned into a, a new male it's uh his, his internet connection struggling so uh yannick has jumped in here who works at sense arena and we're going to end this with three questions yannick one's based on how can you use this if you're injured, I think you may have some professional athletes who are injured using this. Two is, can I play a friend? So, you know, there's more on the line there. I think if you can play somebody within this world, I'm not sure if that's possible. And three, just sort of a, a pricing model for somebody who's listening. How much does this cost? That's the one thing we haven't talked about. Thanks, Fabio. And you might have to remember the questions as I go along. But um, the first one, you know, for the use cases, uh, yeah. Uh, one, the rehabilitation aspect of the tool, it's fantastic. You know, I think as players, usually when they get injured, where we know how the game is physical nowadays, it becomes that you need to either take a couple weeks off every so often, or you do end up getting injured. And as of right now, when you do go through that process of being injured, you do not have access to play, to be on court. Uh, where a lot of times that's the aspect that it takes a while from a player to come back to it. Apart from the actual physical, it's the being on court, right? Like you get nervous more often, you felt that you weren't there, therefore you have to go through a process again. And that's, I think, the beauty of Sense Arena that we allow to, you to do, as Pavo and Bo mentioned, is that you're in the situation and you feel very immersed that you never left the court right and it's important thing that here to say is that we're not here to replace on-court training but actually add to your actual day-to-day training so if you're injured especially you know by able just to hit some cross courts for you to be at the volley to go through those situations when you actually get back there training your brain will feel wow you know like i continue to do and i really never left the court And then it's just more of that physical aspect of your game that you need to recover, but your brain continues to get stimulated. So, yeah. Yeah, no, you make a good point. I might have mentioned this before the call, where during the weekend, there was two occasions. One, I saw a video on TikTok and it was a guy flying a plane, it was emergency landing. I was like, whoa, that was a great landing. But then I read the comments and it was actually VR. It was simulation. I was like, whoa, that was, I know they do it, but it looked so real. It was impressive. I know airline pilots have been doing this for years. 
And then I was watching the Grand Prix on Sunday, the Formula One, and they were talking with one of the up and coming drivers. I was like, he signed a contract with, I can't remember the team, but I'm in the simulator all the time. So, you know, simulation is VR. It's kind of VR. It's a similar, but say it's similar. And it's been used in all these other sports at such a high level to make drivers better, to keep them fit, to improve their alertness and whatnot. So great to see it coming into tennis. And then I started thinking, I was like, now I can see how it could work in tennis with the right sort of technology. So yeah, I'm just backing it up. I think it could have good potential. But next question is, is it just one player, Sensorina, or can there be multiple players? Can I play one-on-one? Can we play doubles? Yes. So this point, so I'm just to back up a little bit so people understand. Sensorine is all based on statistics, right? So every time that you finish a drill, you're giving uh, instant feedback, that being your reaction time, your concentration time, your opponent awareness. We're able to track a lot of the things that right now you're not able to track on court. And then by that said, we also can create rankings so you can compete let's say against your friend you know and being on that ranking aspect to it as of right now we have just ability for you to do your own drill our roadmap beginning of 2023 we're going to be releasing uh, the aspect of a multiplayer so you actually say me fabio and pavel we want to get and do the same drill together we can get on on the same you know vr and then we go in and do the same so we can compete against the same players. And then future uh, on, um, you know, we definitely will include also you being able to play against your players. So a full-on match. So this, I'm disclosing here a lot of, uh, you know, uh, future roadmap here. But, you know, these definitely are things that we we're working on. And it's important for us to know this why also we're part of, let's say, not a one-stop shop when we release the product next week you know basically it's not about that's it you know every two to three months we release new drills new features new modules that players can continue to improve the game nice and final question pricing if I want to purchase Sense Arena tomorrow, I take I need a VR headset, like a Meta headset. I'm not Oculus. Is it a, an Oculus headset? I don't know too much about it. I've never used one. You have to have an Oculus headset, first of all. That's all you need, is it? Yes, we need to get you one. So you're uh, all full in. But yeah, so uh, we're compatible right now with the Meta Quest 2. Uh, and basically, you know, that's where we're going to be using. And then the next year, we're going to be compatible to more uh, devices, but the MetaQuest 2, which is made by Facebook, you know, you need to have that. And then our software, we have two versions. Uh, one that's the starter version, what we call, which is basically $49 one time fee. You're able to get a taste of it, you're able to get in it, do some drills, uh, and so on. And then we have what we're calling an advanced plan package, which then it becomes a subscription package. It's basically $2.99 for the whole year, which comes down for about $25 a month. Or you can do in increments of three months of $99. Uh, and then we're going to be implementing next year a pro version, uh, which there's going to be more of intel of you know different players, uh, different drills, and so on. But uh, just remember, it's $49 for the starter package and $2.99 for a whole year membership uh, for the advanced. And then we also have, that's the software side. 
Then we have our beautiful haptic racket, which vibrates as you make contact with the ball. You know, and that's $199 for you to have it. And remembering, you know, that uh, you can also play without the racket. But I think as any tennis player that is serious about it, uh, would feel that they need their racket to make sure that it, it feels as real as it will be on the court. True. No, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And look, if we compare this to going seeing sports psychologists every week, it gets really pricey as sports psychologists. But yeah, look, it was really interesting to find out about Sensorina and mental training. And hopefully I'll get to try one soon one day. And yeah, thanks a lot for jumping on, Pavel, Yannick, and we lost Bo along the way. But uh, thank you very much, guys. Thank you, Fabio. Appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed that chat. Hope you're still here with me. But I thought it's interesting. I can't really wait to give Sense Arena a go. Hopefully, I'm lucky enough they send me one over. I give it a go and I'll be available to answer questions and give you my honest opinion on the product. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.